guys so i have a well i thought i had a short intro but then i was thinking about something i wanted to say so let's do the intro and then we'll get into today's topic so first off i don't know what it was about today but i'm just really missing my family as many as you of you guys know chris and i live in houston we have no family here um so it's typically just me and him and our friends thankfully we build good relationships with friends but I really do miss my family uh, and then there are days that are really, really hard and I feel like I'm missing all those little moments. Um, my sister sent me a TikTok where it's like when your dad comes home at the end of the day, like really late after work and you guys have all eaten and he's just sitting at the dinner table eating by himself and I just like got so sad because I feel like I'm missing all these moments. I feel like I'm missing moments with my niece, um, like just little moments like seeing her crawl and like seeing her mad and just all these little things. And, um, yeah, I just kind of got in my feelings today. And so if you are close to your family and you are living with them, even though I know that family can drive you insane sometimes, just appreciate that. Appreciate being able to come home to your parents, be like, appreciate the little things. Cause it, once you are away, it's, it sucks. It, re- it really does. And it takes more of a toll on me than it does on Chris. But um, yeah, I'm just missing them extra hard today. So hug your loved ones for me today. Um, and if you are like me living away far away from your family, um, just know that it is hard. There are some days that are harder than others. But um, you know, what I try to do is just FaceTime them as much as possible. And you know, whenever I'm thinking about them, letting them know that I'm thinking about them. So yeah, guys, that was today. Um, anyways, I signed up for, I finally signed up for the first 5k of this 5k race for me this year. Uh, it'll be at the end of this month. So your girl has to train because I'm trying to balance out running plus lifting plus spin. And it's been kind of hard. So, um, last week I ran two times, a week plus I did a spin class two spin classes plus I trained five days a week so I'm just trying to find the balance I might have to end up giving up one day of spin and doing um just once a week for spin and just focus more on the running because obviously I want to do well at the race I'm not saying I want to come in first but I do want to do well and not die and not like be like my first race ever and crying at the finish line with a fucking side stitch so um yeah i finally signed up for it it's uh the 30th of this month if you're in houston and you would like to write run this race with me it's actually me and Brittany are running it together um please dm me i think it would be so cool for all of us to run that race together and like i said you don't have to me and Brittany probably won't run the same times and that's okay um you don't have to be an excellent runner but if you would like to run the race with us i think it would be great it's a saturday morning at 10 30 i'll send you guys a link over on um, instagram so reach out to me as you guys know my personal instagram is double underscore jazzy fit but i think it would be so cool and if it's something you've been wanting to do or try out this is a great time because we could do it together. So yeah. Um, and then also I ended up starting the book, um, the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and it's actually really good. Um, so we have our first book meeting this Friday and I have a lot of catching up to do on reading rise, reading wise, but I'll finish it. I'll finish until the half of the book on Friday. Um, but it's so far so good. It's very different from all the love books that I've been reading. It's very interesting to see this female, um, point of view and like she kind of is empowering in the in the way of like how she's 
been able to get famous. It's just really cool. Like she's pretty savage, which is like, you got to have like a, like a pretty, um, you know, not so light heart to be kind of a savage in this, uh, in the world that she's in, but it's, it's really good so far. I really enjoy the book. I'll let you guys know what I think about it. Obviously when I finish it, but it's, it's one of the top ones that I got, um, on IG recommended and a lot of, I mean, it's just been recommended. So if you guys want to read it, read it. And yeah, guys, I think that's it for, um, my intro. Um, I actually have Chris as my guest today. What's up? What's up? Uh, do you want to do an intro or anything? Talk about uh, prep? No, same, no. same thing. <laughs> Struggling a little bit more. Cardio got bumped, but my food also got bumped. So before I was starving yeah, was with doing. like a couple zero days, zero days mean like zero carbs, but you know, we got a little bit more food now. Cardio got bumped, but you know, I think I'm feeling a little bit better than I was last week. Yeah. I feel like you, and you're looking better too. And as of, uh, I guess from the time this vlog gets released, I'll be almost four weeks out. So it's less than a month away from my first show. Wait, this Saturday is five weeks out, no? Or four? No, four. <gasps> oh my God, it's getting there. 28 days. 28 days! We, we almost we almost there. But that's just the first show. So this uh, my season could go all the way out to possibly July. Yeah. Just kind of depending on how things work out. The first show is in Irving, Texas? No, uh, Arlington. It? Arlington. If you're in Arlington and you want to come support, come and support. You can sit next to me. We can support the hubby. Um, but yeah, dang, baby, 28 days. <gasps> Oh, that's exciting. I forget because I'm not in it. So I just forget. I'm like, damn, I'm like, uh, okay. All right. So today's topic is going to be about bad guys, guys. And what I mean is just, yeah, bad guys, bad people in the world. And not necessarily bad. It's just people who end up hurting you along the way of your, you know, your life. And I'm more of an emotional person. Chris is more of a logical person. So that is the reason I wanted him to come on because he has some really good insight when it comes to this topic, because I've gotten hurt in the past and I'll be so emotional and then he'll come at me in a logical way and it makes me feel better because it makes me see things in a different way and it makes me not get so caught up in the emotion side of everything. So we're going to talk about this and, um, you know, I went through a situation when I first moved to Houston and then with recent events, I've had people go through certain situations. We've gone through certain situations and I just want to talk about it because I know a lot of people are probably struggling and at least at some point in your your life you have struggled with this and you know it's not about one specific person because the last thing i want to do is give anyone a platform on here i'm not trying to talk shit about anyone specifically um but i do want to talk about just uh, people in general who fall into this category so all right let's get into it so personally i went through a really hard time when i moved here to houston um coming from i guess the south we just I never really dealt with mean, mean people. I stayed like with like, I had like a, a small group of friends, didn't have a lot of friends. And then I started dating Chris and it was just mostly me and Chris and like close family friends. And so I didn't really go through a lot of like heartbreak friends or see like really evil sides of people. Um, I think I did once and then I just kind of got over it. But when I moved here, you know, you see what you see on social media is so different than what is people are actually like, and especially when you move here into, um, you know, I moved into a place that was more influencer friendly. You get to meet all these influencers that you follow. You realize that not everyone is the way that they seem on social media. And 
yeah, like it was just really hard to get used to different personalities. And so, yeah, I got hurt when I first moved here because I'm just an open book. I wear my heart or I used to wear my heart on my sleeve and it would just cause me to get hurt really quick. And it would really take a toll on my emotions and my energy. And I, that first year I had to really, Chris was working too. So I was like alone a lot and I really had to just kind of I guess build a thicker skin, right, babe? Like I just feel like I had to. Well, yeah, you learned how to how to handle situations better. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I went through a really hard time, and I'm sure you guys have too. You know, you have a you meet people, or you meet a person, and you quickly, for some reason, build this like bond with them without really getting to know them, and then something happens, and you're like, "Holy crap! How how is this person?" Like, how could this person do this to me? Like, I have no idea. And you're kind of shocked and thrown back, but it happens. And so, um, you know, I wanted to talk about bad guys. And what I mean by this is like people who put on a certain face for you. And then that happens and you realize you're like, how the hell was this person this way? Or how could this person do this to me? And so I'm going to go into that. Um, The first thing is when it comes to bad guys, they know how to play. They play dirty, right? So. Um, a meaning like most of us play by the rules, you know, we have this trusting personality where you want to trust everyone that you meet and you expect that everyone is as honest with you as you are with them. And what ends up happening is that these people end up feeding off your honesty and aren't really being honest with you. So they see like your honesty as weakness. They're like, okay, well, this person's like, I'm like, they already have an intention with you. And so you're probably over here expressing who you really are and you're honest and you think that these people are being honest with you, but they're really, they're really not. Do you have anything to say to that? Well, I think, I think no matter who you are, if you're a good person or a bad person, uh, there's always some sort of intention with people. Yeah. So for you, most of the time, you know, I'm speaking on on Jasmine's behalf. Yeah. Jasmine always wants to, her intention is to always be friendly, establish an emotional connection, and just kind of like be real with people. But you have to realize that there's some people whose intention is just to see how they could use you, how they could leverage you, what benefit you could provide for them. Yeah. So I think that's something that you didn't realize that people did coming from a small town. Because in small town, honestly, most people aren't looking to level up. Right. or looking to uh, get further in their social media, whatever it may be. So you didn't have to experience that yeah. until you moved to Houston. Yeah. So that was an eye-opener for you because you didn't realize that people were going to use you in that way. Yeah. And I mean, by honesty, like, I mean, Chris is completely right. Like, you know, you, like he said, like, when you're in a small town, I think out of all our friends and everyone we were surrounded with, we were the only ones who were doing what we were doing. Yeah, trying to and, level we, up. and we were getting made fun of. So it's not like <laughs> yeah. it's not like people really even looked up to us at yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's just the way that you were raised. Uh, I know, uh, let me just speak on my behalf. I know that since from middle school, I really didn't fit in into any circle. Um, my parents, you know, tried dressing me as good as possible. So I was always wearing like Hollister and Abercrombie, which back then was popping guys. Yeah. Like that, that was, that was or a, at least in the South. That no, was the, that was a brand. That was the brand to Hell, have. My parents could not afford Abercrombie. So like for the Hispanics in my school, I was too white. And for the white yeah. people in my school, I was too Mexican. So I didn't fit in anywhere. So I kind of, for middle school, I kind of, you know, just figured out, oh, I'm just better off by myself. I got to figure out how to do things by myself. 
So I kind of carried that out through high school. And I feel like maybe for you, I don't know, we haven't really talked about it too much, but I feel like, yeah, you were an outsider, but people always accepted you like because you were the pretty girl, because you were good at school and then you got into sports and then they kind of accepted you. Like even, even though I was in sports, I was still always kind of by myself. Like I trained by myself. I had my own workouts. Like, I don't know. I just never fit in. And I kind of feel like you fit in a little bit better. So I feel like my logical, my, the way that I interpret things logically kind of started since middle school. Cause yeah. I didn't let people affect me because I didn't have people in my life really. But then you had friends in high school. I had friends that I hung out with, but I always knew where I stood with them because amongst that friend group, they were a lot closer than I was than to, they were a lot closer amongst themselves than I was with any of them in that group. Yeah. And I can see that because I think there were more partiers, drinkers, and yeah. you were never, which is crazy guys. Chris was, his parents really gave him a lot of freedom at a young age and you were around drinking and stuff like that, but you were never like interested yeah. in that so i think that was like another you were an outsider in that group in mm -hmm. a sense too but yeah i mean i don't know i mean like i wouldn't say i fit in but i did have friends and so i wasn't like by myself all the time or i wasn't a great athlete like you were who had you know to train by myself or you know i just kind of I did. I just kind of little like every I would jump around in different friend groups. Like mm -hmm. so in like A B classes, I would be with the smart kids and they accepted me and my running like in for cross country. I was in like my little group. And so like, yeah, I did have little groups. I wasn't too much of an outsider because I did fit in in those groups. But yeah, guys, for me, it was just really hard and it was just a learning experience for me. Like, I think this is a time that I learned, like, you know, you don't have to change how honest you are with people, but you need to get better at reading people. Like m see who they really are. See and ask questions, see how they answer your questions and see how they interact with other people. Do they, are they polite to other people? Do they talk about their friends? Do they talk shit about their friends? I think more than anything, this was a learning lesson as to how to read people and interpret what, like Chris said, their intentions were because, you know, sometimes you get, blindsided and your gut's telling you like no this is a bad person and you're just kind of like no it's not i want to give him a chance i want to give him a chance and this is how i used to be and then it would bite me in the ass so now i've gotten really good at reading people and listening to my gut about people and i've actually been right about a lot of people because since then because of this example something like chris and i were just talking about with you know my family friends and like my parents friends and so like i'm really good at telling people hey this person gives me a bad vibe and they're like oh i don't know i don't know why you see it that way three months later i'm on the phone and they're like hey this person's shitty ass person i'm like yeah because you haven't learned to read people and you haven't broken that pattern of you giving in and not listening to your gut listen to your gut break the pattern, wait to let people in. Because like Chris said, not everyone has the same intention. And like, uh, Jasmine's referring to three months, just, uh, I don't know. I think we've mentioned this before, but we, I was had, planning a, on mentioning yeah, it we had a mentor or we have a mentor. We just haven't gotten with him recently. His name's Anil. Shout out to Neil. If you're listening to this, probably not, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so, you know, he told us it takes around three months for a person to show you their true colors and what their true intentions is. And to be honest, it kind of has played out it, almost to the dot every single time. The fucking dot, so dude. before you let yourself get completely involved in someone and spill all your secrets and, you know, trust them with your emotional baggage, give it about three months 
maybe in some cases a little bit more just to see who this person really is. Yeah, no, I think that was the best advice I've ever given, get, gotten in my life. And I've given it to my friends and they all look like Heba. She like, she was like, I've been living by this since you told me and it's made a huge change in my life. Um, but yeah, like typically it takes three months to get to know a person and it's just played out. Yeah, because anyone could act like someone else, but- after like the three but months, after three months, you know, it gets kind of hard acting like that person. They start showing their true intentions, their true colors. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people switch in three months, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, anyways, just listen to your gut and, you know, don't get too comfortable right away. Make sure that you ask these people questions. You evaluate people, you know, you observe people, you know, I'm a, a big observer and, you know, I take my time with people and sometimes that can come off as bitchy or she's not trying to let me in, but I'm sorry. Like I've worked so hard on my energy that it's gonna I really have to see your true colors for me to be to let you in and feel comfortable because right now with everyone that I surround myself with I feel good I don't want to have to go somewhere and protect and be quiet and feel some sort of way if I'm surrounding myself with you it's because I can I can be my true self with you and I feel like the intentions are true with anyone I'm with but anyways number two Bad guys understand power dynamics and abuse it. So with any job, like, you know, in corporate, same thing. Like you try to use people, you're trying to get into the inner circle to level up. And it's the same with, you know, social media. You try to, you know, make friends with people with obviously more following or with company with, who has a company and you're trying to learn from them. But, and you know, I, at to some degree, it's okay. You want to be surrounded with people who are going to level you up, who are going to inspire you, who are going to motivate you, right? And Chris and I did that when we first moved. We surrounded ourselves with people who motivated us and we could learn from them. And we were so grateful. And at that time, and even now, if we're surrounding with people, it's because they're leveling us up, but we don't have an intention. We don't have a planner saying, we're going to hang out with this person because this person's going to help us get to this person. And this person's going to help us with this. So our way of, okay, yes, being around people who are more successful than us and can help us level up is is more on like, yes, we are helping ourselves, but if we can do something to help that per person, we will do that too because we don't have an agenda. The thing that's different is some people have an agenda. Some people have malintentions to why they're hanging out with you or why they're wanting to spend time with you, right? Yeah, but I think kind of the prompt that you just said is uh, that bad people use abuse yeah. I mean, yeah, it's true. If you're abusing it, then obviously, you know, you're using it for the wrong per the wrong reasons. You have malintentions. But, you know, in this world now where we're at, you have to leverage people based on their abilities, based off of their assets, based off of what social, like how they could get your, uh, what's it called? Uh, your networking, like yeah. who they could get you in touch with. That's something that has to be done. Yeah. So it doesn't make you a bad person for using people, not, not using people, but what would be a better word for using the skill set that they provide. Right. It's not a bad thing. However, it becomes a bad thing when, like you said, oh, I'm going to make friends with Jasmine because she knows so-and-so, and then I'm going to drop Jasmine. And then that's, like, what that's I mean. when it becomes bad. Yes. But you know, you need a you need to make your circle bigger. You, uh, winners win. Winners make winners. Right. So you want to surround yourself with people who are doing better than you, that have better knowledge in you than you in some sort of field, whatever field it is that you're trying to get into, because that's just necessary. Right. That's but, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. So 
I don't think it makes you a bad person to do those things. It's the intention the that intention, you have behind That's what it. I'm saying. It's yeah. the intention behind, yeah, behind it. So it's like Chris said, because we've run across people like that and more so recently. And it's like, when I hear about what their intention was, I'm like, how can someone be that way? And they actually express these intentions. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you're fucking retarded. Why would you say that? You look dumb. And if that person's listening to you, that's a fucking red flag. Like, oh, I'm using so-and-so because- then I can get to so-and-so and then I can like really, then I can drop them because honestly they get on my nerves, but I'm going to, then that'll get me in the foot in the door with so-and-so. And I'm like, who, who has intentions like that? Like, I mean, there are people, that's what I'm saying. There yeah, are people sure. like that. And that's, what's making you bad, but it's not a bad thing. Like you said, to level up and to want to surround yourself with people who have so, something that you obviously don't have, but yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I I've told you this before, you know, your, your circle is kind of a sign of who you are as a person and I've always believed that, like, I've never wanted people who weren't driven, who weren't ambitious, who weren't trying to do some sort of move to make more money, to get better, whatever it may be. Yeah. So I, I think the saying is like, you are the average of the top five people in your circle, mm -hmm. which honestly, like, I, we need, we need to do a little bit more networking because we had been part of circles and for some reason we got kicked out, not kicked out, but we kind of just got pushed to the side. So we need to kind of expand our circle to integrate some new uh skill sets but yeah. i mean our circle is pretty strong everyone in our circle you know is trying to level up in some way you know they're making moves they're getting better they're earning more income living a better lifestyle which is what you want in your life you don't want anyone that's being stagnant or complacent right not saying you can't be friends with them but these these people in your circle are the ones that you're dealing with almost on a daily or a weekly basis and those are the ones that are going to influence your lifestyle the decisions you make and you know ultimately lead you to whatever your future may be. Yeah. I think for me, Chris is more on a logical sense because for me, like, it's not that weak. <laughs> the okay, circles that let me, we let me ask in. you this because I think I know where you're going with this. You have girlfriends who are caught up in drama. Does that affect you? Yes. So therefore, because they are in your circle, and I, I'm thinking of maybe two, two, three girls in your circle that constantly messaging you, talking, calling you, hey, this drama just happened. That affects the decisions you're making. It affects the energy of your day. Mm -hmm. So that, that's what I just said is completely true. As opposed to if these girls were like, hey, I just found this business opportunity. What do you think? Right. That's going to drive you to make, oh shit, I need to step up because she's doing this. What can I be doing? Yeah. When's the last time you thought about that when you, whenever you got off the phone with these girls? Yeah. Yeah, but that's not where I was going with, oh, but well, that's a good That's point. a good tangent then. That, no, it's a good point. I completely agree with you. And this is why I've told you that it's, I want to network. I want to make yeah, different connections, sure. but. It's hard. It's, it's, hard. it's also hard I'm with like, our lifestyle because honestly, I spend a whole lot of fucking time in the gym and then a lot of time at home working yeah. and just eating. Well, and it's hard with our like, where are we going to go network? We'd have yeah, to go with sure. like business people and like, you know, corporate people, because it's hard to network with influencers because this is where I was going for. I'm not a kiss ass and you know that. Okay. And sometimes I have a hard time with that. But there's a difference between being a kiss ass and just being social. And right. I've already told you this, <laughs> like at the end of the day, okay, I'm, maybe you're going to talk about this later, but everyone loves getting their ass kissed. No, I, I don't care who you are. If you're Jasmine, if you're me, actually me, I kind of don't do too well with praise, 
But at the end of the day, you want to hear how great you are. You want to hear about how awesome you're, the moves you're making are. You're going to keep those people in your circle. Yeah. But, and and that's, that's why you, they keep coming up on people. That's why they stay around. That's why they get moved up. And I, that's why we, like when you said we've gotten pushed out of groups, it's not that we've gotten pushed out of groups. Is that I have a hard time kissing ass. I'm not a kiss asser. I'm not going to kiss your fucking ass. Like, but also how good of a friend are you? Because there's so many times where you're not following up with people. You're not touching base with them. Yeah. Hey, how are you? How's your business doing? How's your family doing? There's a lot of times we've been kicked out because <laughs> those kind of things aren't happening either. Yeah, no, I know. But that's from both sides. Yeah. It's not just for me. I'm a, I'm not a good social person. I know the things that need to be done, but I'm just not If at it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if we're doing social, then I'm the one that has to step up. <laughs> like, I really do because hey, Chris is not. What I can provide, you're supposed to fill in. Yeah, right. <laughs> but so, back to the social thing. So yeah. uh, back to networking. Um, you know... The biggest thing that I think has kind of helped the way that I'm looking at things is if someone has something that you want or is doing something that you want to do, find out where they hang out. Like for me personally, there's car meets almost every weekend. And at these car meets, there's people driving half a million dollar cars. Yeah. That's a pretty dang good spot to network, figure out what they do, figure out if they could help you, figure out if you could help them. Yeah. Add them to your IG, comment on their stuff. You'll eventually slide into each other's DMs, yeah. whatever it may be. And their your circle just got a little bit bigger, a little yeah. bit better. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And I know where you're coming from with me. I think like with me, I could do a better job because, you know, sometimes I do tell you like, oh, I want to make my circle bigger and like network with other girls. But it's hard for me, guys. I'm very closed off and I'm trying to do better. But it's hard for me to give people chances because I've been hurt. And so sometimes I'm like, you know, I want, you know, to network, but I'm scared that their intention isn't right or, you know, it's just it's it's scary. And I know that I need to do a better job with letting people in and networking because I do want my circle to be bigger in the sense of leveling up. I want to have friends who are going to push me to that next level because I don't want to be the top performer in my friend group. You don't want to be the top performer in your friend group because then what? Then you're not motivated. The top performer needs someone to motivate them. And I feel like, you know, we are at that point where it's like we need someone to push us to not push us because we push ourselves to the next level, but to, you know, help push us to the to the next level. And so, um, yeah, I think everyone can do a better job. I need to do a better <laughs> job, um, but for sure. But, you know, and I get what you're saying. Like, you know, I just with our with you know our friend groups and stuff i just have a really hard time kissing ass like i just don't like that and that's why we end up kind of ended ended up doing our own thing and yeah. you know just it's part of it but you know i see where chris is like well it's you do have to kiss a little bit of ass jazz when that's how the game is and it's just me you know having to to get over that but i don't know i'm just I don't, I always want to say my true authentic self. And I just, you know, I give people praise when I feel like they needed to be praised. But I just, I just feel like there's a difference between, you know, with social media girls, like kiss ass to these other girls with bigger following because why? Obviously they want to be mentioned in their story. They want to do collabs. And I get that, but I'm just, and I know that that's a good thing for them because they end up getting ahead, but I just don't like doing it. Yes. Would it benefit me? Of course. But it's just hard for me to do that. But all right. Anyways, things to do to get you out of this day of, you know, um, bad people. So focus on yourself. The more you focus on the bad guy winning, 
and how to get back at them, the more energy you're putting into that, right? Yeah, kind of like what we said earlier. Yeah, so focus on yourself. I know be, bad people do shit to you. There's shitty people in the world, they do shit to you. But the more you focus on them and what they're doing, the more energy you're putting into that and the less energy you're putting into yourself. So focus on yourself and how you can level up. Yeah, so that, that kind of goes, uh, that's kind of like a topic in the seven habits of successful people, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, for, I forget the title, but it's like, there's a couple circles in your life. There's a circle of concern, which is things that bother you, but you really don't have control of. You shouldn't really spend too much energy on that. Yeah. And then there's the, uh, uh, the circle of control, which is the actual things that you have an impact on, like you could fix. That's where you need to put your energy in. So a lot of the times bad guys are doing things that, yeah, they get you mad. They might piss you off. And they said this, they said that. And yeah, you could probably talk shit back, but what's that really going to fix? It's not going to fix anything. So instead, put your energy towards something different, like getting better, leveling up. You could you could redirect that energy into something positive instead of just talking negative yeah. and not really accomplishing much. I'm glad you brought that up because it's like, I want you to tell them what you told me yesterday. Oh, God. What did I say yesterday? Oh, okay. About how I asked you because, you know, I have a platform, guys. And sometimes, yeah, I get caught up in the drama and I want to speak up. But it's like what he just said. If you speak up and you're you're talking drama back to these people, what are you really fixing here? And I'm like, well, nothing. Exactly. So he was like, exactly. You're not fixing anything. You're not doing anything constructive because it's going to be a he said, he said, she said kind of conversation. And then you're just going to be caught up in drama that's not any of your concern. So it's not about you not speaking up. It's okay. What can you do? to help that friend out or what can you do that has a positive impact? So it's like what Chris said, like there are certain things that, you know, there's literally nothing you can do about except like waste your energy, get mad, say shit back. But what is that really fixing? It's not going to fix. It's not going to change that person. You're not going to be able to change that person. You're not going to fix anything by just feeding into more drama. So what can you do? What can you put your energy into to make you better? So I think that was a good, good example that you gave. Um, Number two, realize that people are interchangeable and so are you. I think this is I think this is something everyone has to accept. Everyone's interchangeable. You can drop anyone in a heartbeat and they can drop you in a heartbeat. And sometimes you've you have you serve that person's purpose. Like you served your purpose in that person's life and you just have to accept that. And yeah, I mean, same with other people. Sometimes you're not it's not that you're done with that person, but there's just people change people change the roles in your life and their the roles the role they played in your life change yeah Yeah. and i mean at some point you either drop them or you just you know they're not too relevant in your life anymore yeah it's one or the other and you just have to accept that and you might be the same thing for a person it's not personal it's just the way of life so accepting that and that way you know that you know people are interchangeable you're another thing that i could add yeah history with a person does not mean loyalty yeah what can i do for you okay siri (laughs) i think that's a really good uh thing uh to say because i think people get caught up and well i've been friends with this person for x amount of years i can't you know drop them even though they're causing you so much anxiety and stress exactly why why have those people in your life? I just, I think, you know, I've developed such great friendships in the last two, three years. And, you know, I have friendships from a long time ago still, thankfully, but then I also have friends that I've just, 
you know, we've just mellowed out. We don't, you know, we don't talk anymore, but I, thankfully I haven't had a situation like this where I've been friends with someone for like 10 years and now they're shitty and they're still in my life. You know, yeah. thankfully we're not in that position, but we know people mm-hmm. and it just, it sucks because why are because you? Because they're ruining the dynamic of other friendships. Yeah, yeah. Even though in most of the time they're aware of it, but just because like you said, they're like, oh, longtime friend, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, like, yeah. Realize that that friendship is toxic. Yeah, and if you don't, and if it is a long-term friend, have you had a conversation with that person and tell them, tell him or her how you feel? And if they don't do anything about it, then you obviously know that they don't give a shit about you. Like, because I mean, you can still communicate with the person if you're still, if you're feeling some sort of way. But yeah, time doesn't mean loyalty, guys. Um, anyways, detach yourself with the idea that you need others and be happy with yourself and what you bring to your own table. And if you feel like you don't bring enough, work harder. Um, and this is good, like you know, detach yourself from the idea that you need other people. Um, it's different. You know, I obviously love Chris and I, you know, I feel like we, I need him for our business and everything, but he's different than my friends and, um, other people. Like I realize that, you know, sometimes the only person you can depend on is yourself. And, you know, thankfully I have Chris, but the more you detach yourself from the idea that you need other people in order to be better, to be happy, the happier you'll be within yourself. And I think even even if you do get to the point where you're like getting worked up about a person, you kind of need to ask yourself, why am I allowing myself to feel this way about their actions or the things that they say? Like, why are they being so impactful in my life? And I think most of the time you could really you could come to the conclusion that there's no reason. Like, you're just allowing yourself to feel that way because you want to. Yeah. And I think once you once you get to that point, you're kind of like better at letting go of the feeling yeah i think well people are scared to be lonely you know like like people are just you know they they put all this emphasis on people because or they want they can't detach themselves from that person because Mm. they're scared of being lonely and they're scared to be by themselves because you know they don't feel like they're they are enough and this is where i'm saying like you need to level up so that yeah. you're enough. you need to be okay with yourself yeah. by yourself yeah so that you're not depending on other people for your happiness and you're not depending on shitty friendships you know you have yourself you know you have yourself you know what you bring to the table and that should be good enough for you um it's and it's harder said than done guys um harder done what, what is it? easier said than done easier said than done um it's you know it takes time to love yourself and be happy with that loneliness but once you do you realize that everyone else is just an asset to your life and you're happy with who you are um and then don't expect others to be like you I think this was a big lesson yeah. for me. Um, you know, I expected everyone to treat me the same way that I would treat them. And it was just like, no. And even with relationships with Chris, like Chris is not me. I can't expect him to be the same way that I am with him and show me love and show me, you know, things the same way that I show him. And it's like that for everyone. Not everyone is going to show you. You can't expect them to show you love and care the same way that you do. And you can't expect them to be a certain way. And it's funny because I just had this conversation with my friend and I was like, hey, like I told her, I was like, I called, I called the rally and Brenda's listening. She'll know. She'll be funny. I called the rally because I was on the phone with Brenda the day before. I was like, Brenda, I miss you. And she's like, yeah, so this book. And I was like, okay, love you. See you later. Okay, bye. And so I called her early the next day and I was like, dude, I, I'm feeling some type of way. And she's like, why? And I was like, I was on the phone with Brenda and I really missed her. So I told her I missed her and she just like completely dodged it. And she was cracking up. She's like, dude, that's Brenda. Like I sent her a message about how I appreciated her and all this stuff the other day, like a long ass paragraph on Instagram. And then she replied, she's like, yeah, I'm kind of, uh, she put like, 
like a smart ass remark. I can't remember what she said. She's like, and I was like, okay, cool. Like some people are just like that. And that doesn't mean that Brenda doesn't love us or doesn't care for us because she shows her love in a different way. But it's just, it's like, it's a little example for you there, but not everyone is going to be the same way that you are with them. So don't expect other people to be the same way, but that doesn't mean that you have to change who you are just because bad people have done shitty things to you. Doesn't mean you have to close off and stop being the way that you are. If any, anything you just need to shift make those changes learn like what we talked about learn to read people learn to read the energy learn to trust your gut with those people so it doesn't mean that you have to act a certain way it just means you just have to need to you just need to be a little bit more guarded in the thing in the way that you let people in anything to say on that no i mean always be your true self yeah. um like you like you said you know maybe start off a little guarded until you really know the person but you know eventually uh, your, so, your circle is going to be filled with people who actually appreciate you, who respect you and, you know, have loyalty to you. So there's no reason to change yeah. I mean, be true to yourself. Otherwise, you're going to have people in your circle who are admiring someone that you're not. Yeah. And then you're unhappy with who you are as a person, too. And that's not a good way to live either way. Um, and I had hard with time with this too. I went, I was like, fuck everyone. I'm going to, I'm just not going to be nice to anyone anymore. And Chris was like, no, like you can't change who you are. Cause you're going to be unhappy being someone you're not. And so, yeah, you just have to be your true self and people that will love you and appreciate you will be part of your circle and learn how to read people. Um, and then lastly, I believe what goes around comes around and I believe in karma. And, um, you know, I think that, you may be seeing someone succeed. You may be seeing the bad guy succeed, but succeed, but you don't know what they're really going through. You don't know what it's like behind closed doors. And I eventually believe in what you put in the universe and how you treat people will come back to you. I know some people don't believe in that. I do not believe in karma whatsoever. In your, um, I think things just happen for a reason. You know, we are a byproduct of the decisions that we make. You know, there are some circumstances where shit kind of just coincidentally happens and you're like, oh, this is karma. No, fuck that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of shitty people out there. And at the end of the day, people suck. People are horrible. And there's drug dealers out there making millions, living life to the best of their ability, spending millions of dollars a day. Yeah. And some of them never get caught. There's businessmen out there who are billionaires, who are crooked as hell, living lavish ass lifestyles. Like, and you're also like, come on, there's homeless people out there who have never done a, a single bad thing in their life, but they're suffering every single day. Yeah. How does karma make sense to you in that, in that, in situations like that? And I mean, yeah. I know that, you know, by my definition, I'm a pretty good person. But I've had some pretty shitty things happen to me. And, yeah. you know, there's not like any explanation for it either. And I know of shitty people in our life who are constantly getting better and better and better. Yeah. So at the end of the day, bad people can still win. Yeah. People, bad people will probably win a lot more than good people because good people are are good. They yeah. don't they don't use people. They don't leverage people. They don't make decisions that are going to hurt someone else while bad people are probably the better businessmen because they're not scared to make decisions. They're not scared to hurt people to level up. And I mean, that's just the truth of life. And yeah. that's going to like, that's not, that's not karma. That's life. <laughs> yeah. So see, this is his point of view. And I don't like to think that way. Cause it, I, I want to believe there's good in the world and I want to believe there's good energy. And at least I follow this for myself because I just feel like I would be happier thinking this way. Like, yeah, for sure. You know what I, I mean, mean, I mean, do good, but don't expect the good in return. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think, I think, cause that's karma is do good, receive good. 
But I think you should always do good no matter what comes yeah. out of it. And I mean, I think that's how, how we live. You know, we yeah. try helping where we can. Uh, we live we live good lives, so I like to think. I mean, yeah. I'm not religious. I'll be, I'm not going to sit here and say I believe. Yeah. A hundred percent in God, which, by the way, I th- kind of don't. But okay, let's not that's say a whole, that. That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> but no, I get where you're coming from. I mean, I do. I, I, I mean, that's how we live. I believe in we. I put out in the universe, like last week's episode, manifesting. I manifest the fucking life that I want, and I want good energy, and I want that good, like coming back to me. And yeah, shit happens to us sometimes too, but I don't let that affect me. But he's right. I mean shitty stuff happens to good people and if you know i know this is why he doesn't believe in karma i mean we just listened to the episode where that little that boy fucking had a miserable life um it was on murder with my husband like a crime podcast and that kid suffered his entire life and chris and i looked at each other and were like how how can someone from the time they were five to the time they were 23 be have such a shitty life and like what did he that what did he do to, to deserve that but i mean it's what you want to believe it's how you want to live your life and what you want to put out into the world and i just want to i just like for me to feel better i believe that i'm doing good and the bad people will be taken care of at some point and that makes me feel good if that makes you feel good good <laughs> so, anyways um that's pretty much the end of the topic is there anything you want to add no i mean you know bad people are always going to win and the only thing you could do is you know work hard don't yeah. give up and keep going yeah. i mean you'll win too if if you just don't ever quit yeah and you just focus on yourself and yeah just working hard um but i just wanted to talk about that and i think chris made some good logical points in there and you know like i said i'm more when things happen i'm more on the emotional side and i wish i could change that i talked to my therapist and they're like well you can't wish to be more like chris and logical because that's not your personality that's not who you are you can break certain patterns but once you have these patterns in your life it's really hard to break them but at the end of the day i'm always going to be an emotional person i can just do a better job at controlling my emotions so i just wanted to have an emotional side and a logical side um to this conversation because um i think chris brought up a a lot of good points and you know people believe different things you may believe in karma you may not but it's whatever you believe in whatever makes you push forward in your life but yeah guys i appreciate appreciate you guys if you listen to the full episode um i i love having chris on let me know if you guys like having him on i feel like our conversations are really like easy to communicate but anyways thank you guys so much for listening and i will see you guys next week bye